0: What's up guys? Welcome back to uh, another edition of Best Coast Express. Uh, we got, I believe, three segments for you today. Uh, first one, first things first, um, we're going to talk about Canucks, but before that we will introduce our guest. Who are you?
1: Jaron Jeske. How's it going everybody? Good to be on the show.
0: So we do have the
2: pleasure of having Jaron Jeske on the show today. avid Canucks fan. Mm-hmm. Fellow Canucks fan. Fellow Canucks fan, that is. Yes, a room full of Canucks fans right now. And... Hockey player, future (laughs) hockey coach possibly, but Jared joining us today. Jared, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, thank you. I'm not sure I'm as well liked in fantasy formats, but uh, hopefully I can land a good spot on the show today.
2: Jared is notorious for some sketchy fantasy hockey GM trades, but we'll jump right into it. Today for the show, we want to have the first episode dedicated to the Canucks, and whether or not team tank versus team playoff is still a debate. Um, I thought of this topic today because Canucks coming off with two wins in a row now. One against Detroit today, a 3-2 win, come from behind win after going down 2-1 midway through the game. And so the Canucks now sit with 52 points in 50 games, 23 wins on the year, and sitting in that eighth spot, so last playoff spot in the West. And I think this begs the question, 50 games through the season, 32 to go. You know, right now we're a playoff team. Is this debate over? Are we... Are we pushing for the playoffs, or is there still some fans of Team Tank? I say no. I say we got to push for the playoffs, but uh, Tyler, I
0: know you disagree, so maybe your take first. Yeah. Um, Bailey, you said I can't be a true Canucks fan if I support Team Tank. I don't exactly support Team Tank, but that's okay. f***ing shit, okay? Okay. Paige, here's the problem, man. We Our team isn't good enough to like do well in the playoffs, man. Like we're not gonna do well in the playoffs. You know that we're gonna get thrashed by probably the Flames or the Sharks or even the Knights. You never know. But I'm just saying, like, I can be a true Canucks fan and want Team Tank or at least Team top, Team Top Ten Draft Pick. No, okay, okay. Here's because here's the thing. No, 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 no. Playoffs, we're not gonna do anything. We need to strengthen. I see. Here's you right. know I just, this. I disagree.
2: Use you, your argument. I want. I want. Give me a chance to talk here. Canucks sitting in a playoff spot right now. So we know we're, we technically by the standings we are a good enough team to be a playoff team. That's a fact. This is a weaker year in terms of um, point totals this, this this far into the season than in years past. Now I did see a stat that I think it's going to take um, 85 to 88 points to make the playoffs to make that eight seed. Um, based on the stats right now in the NHL and in years past. That eighth spot usually requires, that playoff spot requires 93 or more points. So this is a much weaker conference this year. You know, right now of the Cucs are fighting Dallas. They're fighting Colorado, Minnesota, Anaheim, and Edmonton. All those six teams in, a,
0: in the mix for the three spots. So And they're all in that awkward in-between stage where they're like, oh, we should be competing, but we're not based on their ages. Of their roster. Exactly. And that's the, the, one thing that's cool about the Canucks is that we're younger than all these people, but that's also why I'm so opposed to this. Now,
2: my my argument, I think, is that, one, we know, out of those six teams, we know for sure, I think the Canucks have the brightest future. We've got talent, we've got prospects coming in that we know are going to make an impact that haven't yet. You know, Quinn Hughes hasn't even played a game for us this season, I think by the end of the season, he will be playing for us. Hmm. Um, so, we have, we have a lot of good years to come, and, and this is arguably... Um, the first year where we're seeing kind of the, the, the fruits of that rebuild. Of and I, I think, and this is an argument in itself, and we can talk about this later, but I think we have enough of assets now to be competing for years. We don't need to tank anymore. We don't need more, you know, of, of course, great drafting is, is something that great teams do, and I, I think we need to continue that regardless of the, of the spot we get. But we don't need any more great A-plus prospects like a, a Jack Hughes or a Capo Caco to, to be a contender. We don't need... We have Elias Pedersen. We've got Brock Besser. We've got Bo Horvat. We've not got Quinn Hughes coming. We've got Markstrom. I'm and not Danco. asking
0: for another but, but, A-plus prospect, man. So, I want an A-minus. So, Give but,
2: me a top-10 draft pick. But you're forgetting that if we make the playoffs, we're, we're not getting the 30th overall pick. We're still getting a, a mid-range pick. Or we make it far in the playoffs and we get a higher pick. What There's no, there's no problem with these players on our team, these young players, we have a very young lot cool. of game playoff experience. Now, Jaron, I want to get your thoughts on yeah, this
1: Yeah, I, I feel like I kind of fall in between. It's been, I don't know, I'm just looking at where the Canucks finished last year. They only had 31 wins last year. And right now we're at 22. We're sitting here in January 20th. 23
2: now after. Yeah,
1: 23 week. after. So we're basically shy eight wins um, of, of matching last year. So I, I think it's inevitable that we're going to be at least competing because of how weak the division is this year. Um, and the thing is, like, I, it's been really encouraging to see a team that competes. And it's been really weird to watch games this year where it's like, oh, yeah, they should beat Detroit. And they do. So it's really interesting. Um, I, a buddy that I talked to recently pointed out, he's like, who is the most competitive player on this team? And I would argue Bo Orbat, um Besides Lise Pedersen, because he's been out for a little while. Um, and that, and he would argue that, yeah, that would come from Bo getting a taste of the playoffs his first year and trying to get back there. Um I don't, like, here's the thing. I think guys that have it in them, like Brock Besser, Pedersen, um, I would even throw Troy Stescher. Those guys compete um, regardless of where they're playing. Um, I See, I, I just, if they could stay right where they're at all year, compete and just miss, and we still get a chance for that lottery pick, I that, that would be an ideal situation for me. Um, just because it shows the team kind of, it, it doesn't grow a losing culture because I think we've had our years of that. And Jim has pretty much won a majority of the trades that he's made in over his tenure. Um, and we've got some really good players. And I think we've got some really good depth, too. I think next year, playoffs for sure, um, that, that should be the goal. I, I think they, just based on the division, I'm, I'm not convinced that teams like Vegas um, and San Jose will come back as strong next year. So I, I would see them probably taking over the second or third, second's a stretch, but most likely third or first wildcard spot. And just one thing to add to Tyler, I think
2: I totally understand a lot of fans saying they don't want their team to make the playoffs because they have an aging core. And like, if, if you had asked me four years ago, if I wanted the Canucks to make the playoffs, I probably would have said yes. But deep down inside, I know that missing out on the playoffs and getting a higher draft pick or a shot at the first or, or second or third pick would be the best thing for them because because you don't have a whole lot of the Canucks didn't have a whole lot of good prospects we didn't have anyone uh, to step in and take you know the superstar status and take over for the teams but we have a young team now and we've got good prospects, great prospects and we've got you know great talent already you know we've got Pedersen competing for the Calder I could go on and on but we have enough talent now to compete now we've proven we can compete now and we can compete in the future so I just don't understand why fans are still calling the tank when we know we can compete. We're literally holding a playoff spot 50 games through the season. Why not sweep in the playoffs? And I understand you, you think we'll get thrashed by Calgary, but take Calgary, for example. They've been a high-scoring team this year, but their goaltending has been fairly sketchy, and come playoff time, it takes you know, a couple bad games, and you're, you're winning a series. And, and last note too, and people always bring it up, but I always love it as an example. LA Kings, eighth seed in 2012, and they go on to win the cup three game seven victories and as far as I'm concerned this team this is, this is a scary Canucks team to play in the playoffs because you don't know what they can do and you don't you don't know what
1: Pedersen can do in the playoffs you don't know what Besser can do in the playoffs and as far as I'm concerned the experience can go a long way one of my things I think one of my things in the playoffs is, is that do we have is there a guy on this team um, I look at guys like a Branson Levo um, guys that are big enough to play a team like Calgary in the playoffs um I think skill wise, I think we could compete against almost any other team. Um, well, other than Tampa, but I don't think this. Like it, it I think it gets to that point where we look like, a couple years ago when they lost the first round to Calgary. Was that really beneficial? Uh, an, a first round exit like that, and they just got bullied. Um, I don't know. I think I think we'll. It would. I think it'd be interesting to see what the Canucks do if they made the playoffs this year. Um, but I think where you look at it, Bailey, and Tyler looks at it. It's kind of an organizational development difference, um, and it's kind of interesting to see what what the proper fan will look at the situation. Like, um, I I think it, I think that, I think part of it we love the we, we're we're short of out of having the Sadines, so having the Hughes brothers, I think that's part of it. People like kind of that dynamic duo, but I, is Jack Hughes really that good? I I think even Kapo Kakanen or whatever his name is, yeah. He I think I think he's even better, but. Um, Jack's pretty good too even there was a lot of guys like we even have guys that we drafted like Tyler Madden Um, even I'd like to get a look at Zach McEwen at times this year like we have a lot of good prospects coming up so I think this team's like ready to go I think where they like where they're short is lacking that defenseman but I really think Quinn Hughes um, can bring that and and uh, that's also gonna boost this team once the playoffs come too as well I think they make them that much better yeah Tyler yeah
0: Okay, this is my ideal end to the season. From now till the end of the season, we miss out a playoffs, all right? We're one or two spots out, anywhere from one to five points out. Give us a top 10 pick, maybe a Bowen Byram. Mm -hmm. I'm also a bit biased because Vancouver Giants, right? Someone who's going to fill in gaps. That gap is defense. In the future, that is. Hmm. Sure, we could sign defense eventually. But I think it's important that this year, we take one more year. We're not promoting, I, I wouldn't say we're promoting a losing culture right now. Not right now. And even if we just messed out the playoffs, we're not. I think losing culture to me, I think a bottom, Bottom so, eight so team. Like, but Bottom what,
2: But my, my thing is this. There are some dreadful teams this year. Hundred percent. There there are teams that are gonna hold down that top or bottom five to ten spots. Like you've got LA, Detroit, Chicago, Ottawa, New Jersey, Philly. Those are those are all locks for to, to hold up that, that bottom six or seven, right? And if you're the Canucks right now, like being in that eighth spot in the in the West, you know, let's say they go five hundred for the rest of the season, which is you know, very likely to happen. They're only a couple of games over 500. They haven't had a great season. Um, you're going to finish with a, with a draft selection in the 11 to 15 range, 14 range. So you're not, you're not even going to get your top 10 selection that you want. So my thing is, like, is there really that big of a difference from getting the 12th selection to getting the 15th to 16th selection, even if you miss, if you lose in that first round of the playoffs? Do you not think it's more valuable to give your entire team some playoff experience
1: and get a sixteenth pick in the draft or seventeenth pick, than getting the twelfth selection and missing on the playoffs. I think it's more than just draft selection though, because if the Canucks actually like think they're a playoff team right now, what where where is their position on Edler? Where's their position on those guys that are kind of on the fence? Do you sign Edler to an extension? I don't know. I'm open up for debate whether that's the right decision or not long term. But I, I I think where is coming from is mean, he doesn't want to see the organization go kind of where it was. What was it last year? Two years ago. Where they weren't sellers, they were kind of trying to get those last kind of guys to make that last push, and but, it just didn't work. But I think
2: Tyler, what Tyler's saying is, he doesn't want to be sellers or buyers. He just wants to stand pat, yeah. which is which is what I think the Canucks should do too. Huh. And I think we have a playoff team as is. So I don't want to see us going off and selling assets and prospects to for rentals and, and trying to squeak in and, and make sh- ensure a playoff spot. But why not ride this out, see where we can land, try to make the playoffs, and. And going on your point about Edler too, I think that's a unique scenario because he has no trade clause. We can't trade him even if we want to. True. And if we want to sign him, we can We can open that negotiation
0: up. And I think we should because he's been our best defenseman. But we should not. I'm, I'm an advocate. Try as hard as you can. All right? Like if the Canucks make the playoffs, I'm not going to be upset. All right? But I know this team is going to be in the playoffs if it's not this year within the next two years. Right? I think we can we, I think we can agree on that. I, I Pacific, think Pacific sure. Division does not have up and comers. If anything, the Pacific Division is the biggest faller in hockey. There's a lot of aging teams ahead of us. There's a lot of aging teams below us. Everyone's caught in this weird limbo except for us. So why don't we just like take it here, chill, you know? I know we've been saying this for a while, but why? But why? Why delay it? Why, why? rebuild rebound takes, like, but a rebuild? We're seeing the fruits of this rebuild. Like, the I... I but it's a, it hasn't all come together. We know that. We know there's big holes in that team, man. Right now and I mean, in the name future. Name a hole. Name a hole right Defense. Now. So, but... You know it.
2: But, but our deep. we have defensemen coming, and we're, a, if we're a playoff team now, with the defense we have, we, we already have players coming up. We're going to have Quinn Hughes by the end of the season, and we've got some good prospects in the system, like... Eventually, Ty, you got to start making the playoffs, and why not now?
1: If we know we're already a playoff team, is but like even fine, not defense, but even let's look at goaltending. But goaltending is Marks, yeah. Markstrom has been, been, been Markstrom has the second
2: best. Markstrom got fourteen wins on the season since the start of December. Second in the NHL behind Mark Andre Fleury, he's put up elite numbers since then, and and Demko with the
1: win the other night looking like a
2: solid solid pickup as
1: well. And, I'd, I'd like to see Demko get more games. Now, would you argue that? They go with Markstrom down the stretch. Well, I think Markstrom just, Markstrom's established there.
2: himself as the starter of this team. So yes. I don't think you gift Demko starts. But if he falters, definitely
1: start giving Demko. But would Markstrom. you rather gift Demko starts? With, I think is where you would kind no, of. I think no, no,
2: I think it's already already too early. Like I don't think it's fair to write off Markstrom as the goalie of the future. Uh, like he's still, I believe he's twenty eight. I have to check on that. Um, but. He's under thirty. Markstrom. Markstrom could have six or seven great years, like you know, maybe not great yeah. years, but good years left. So. Yeah,
0: and you know what, Demko is gonna be. He's gonna be good for a while, and we can rely on him for as a backup for a little longer here. Um, I like that. I really like that uh, Nilsson trade because it, it did free up the spot for Demko. And, we and this thing. is. I feel like we did this at a at a perfect time for Demko. In something that is somewhat of a winning culture.
2: Speaking of the Nielsen trade, the one thing, he's yeah. been on absolute fire with
1: the Senators. He has been good. And
2: I don't think any Canucks fans are, are wishing we didn't do that trade, but uh, just speaking of Greg stats. Greg Anderson's
1: back though, so.
2: Four wins in seven games, 2.14 goals against 931 yeah. save percentage, so he's been good. But um, yeah, for all our listeners, make sure to comment on this uh, this post. Yeah. And give us your thoughts on Team 10 versus Team Playoffs. Where do you think the Canucks stand coming into uh, the final stretch of the... NHL regular season and whether or not you think the Canucks should push for a playoff spot or start losing some games and push for a top 10 pick.